0: Hi, friends. Welcome to a very special Friday episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. Okay, so sometimes we just have too many fun friends passing through Nashville. They get to sit down with me in the studio to fit them on our regular Monday, Thursday schedule. So get ready for some fall Fridays where we're going to have some surprises like this. You know, Fridays when new music releases anyway. So just start watching for some of our favorite musicians and who knows who else. They're going to be popping up on Fridays. But, Since this is a holiday weekend in the U.S., this is a great way to start the holiday. You'll see why, exactly why, we made room for this one. So today on the show, I get to talk with my friends, Brian and Katie Torrault, are artists, songwriters, worship leaders based in the Sacramento area where they've been part of Jesus Culture Music since 2010. If you don't already know them, you very possibly worshipped along with one of their songs, like the Grammy-winning song, Holy Spirit, whether at your church or on the radio. And truly, I, I'm saying this truly, I think they're my favorite worship artists. I just... All their albums. You'll hear us go back and talk about. I mean, pretty much. I just made them sit through my enjoyment of their greatest hits. But it's just they're just incredible. And their newest album is called "I've Got Good News." It is all about the gospels, which you know we love. I've got it on repeat. We love reading the gospels around here. If you have not read the gospels with us, we read them every month, and you can get that plan off of shopanniefdowns.com. We've got the whole gospel reading plan for you there. That new album I've got good news. It's just so good, y'all, and it goes along beautifully as we sing about the Gospels while we're reading the Gospels. It came out in May. We'll get to talk all about it. I've been such a fan of these friends for so long. I'm just thrilled to finally get to have them on the show. So here is my conversation with Brian and Katie Torvald. Katie and Brian Torwalt, welcome to That Sounds Fun. Thank you. Thank you. What an absolute treat. Katie, the world needs to know you and I are pre-friends. Yeah. Brian, we're brand new brand friends. Brand new friends. Eight minutes, maybe. Yeah. But I'm into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I knew when I picked Katie that I was also picking you. That's yeah. how I do friendship. But I like yeah. you independently as well,
1: <laughs> so far. <laughs> so. <laughs>
0: that's
1: that's a very big compliment. I receive well, that. Yes. Thank you so much.
0: Katie, you and I got to go to the same event last fall. And I think I've said this to you, but I'm going to say it to your face, too. I walked out of there. There were 40 women there. And I thought, Three of these women are stuck with me forever. And you are one of (laughs) them where i was like, Katie Toral is so stuck with me. I will never be able to resist being friends with you. So I feel the same way. I feel
2: the same way. I'm so glad. Thank you. You guys, what are you doing in Nashville for starters? Oh, we are here on a songwriting retreat with some of our team. Um, It's been, well, we just have done one songwriting. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, it's been amazing. (laughs) This morning? (laughs) This morning. And then you were like, throw me a salad. I got to get in the car and go to Annie. Yes. Yes. Somebody handed me a salad when I was walking out of the door and we're here now. Oh, and that's, that's all that's so happened so far. Oh, it's our privilege. I mean, yeah. I have told you this off air, but you know I'm a huge listener of this podcast. I highly support it. I'm she very is. excited. She's not lying. I I'm not. <laughs> I
1: walk into the bathroom. She's putting her makeup on, and she's having I have a conversation. Oh, yeah, I, with I you. hear that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel apart. Yes. I feel apart. And so
2: Good. it's just been so fun. Of course, if we could squeeze this in, absolutely. But we are here to songwrite. Yeah. yeah. And um. We write me- worship music mostly. Yes. And that's yeah. what we're here to do. And yes. we love it. We just, when we got in the car on the way here, we were just were both talking about, man, this doesn't really get old. Like, no, we get tired. We I think we get physically tired. We're sure. not, mm-hmm. um, we don't have the same energy we did like five years ago, 10 yeah. years ago, even. But also, we love it. Our
1: daughter's with us and, uh... Parent fail. I forgot her favorite stuffed animal that oh she boy. sleeps with every She's single night. Four. So last night was a tougher night to get her in bed. <laughs> were you bed. like on
2: Amazon in no. the middle of yes, the night. They don't sell this stuffed animal. No, we are, no. We are those like, parents now. I'm like eBay. I'm on eBay. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> no. no. It's and we got we had flight delay. We, there was a lot of stuff that uh. happened yesterday. And so we're both like. Six coffees in. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. yeah, yeah. yeah we That's instantly right. asked for black coffee when we walked in. That's
0: right. So y'all just got to town yesterday.
1: Yeah, last, last night. night. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh!
0: And it started today. When y'all do, I've never been on a songwriters retreat. Does everyone stay in the same house? Do y'all are y'all like in a cabin in Leapers Fork somewhere? We've
1: done that before, but not this one. This okay. one is just like we're in hotel. We're actually mm-hmm. yeah, we're in hotels and. we go meet at a spot. We get better sleep this way. Yes. Yes. (laughs) When everybody kind of has their own space, they can go home. Mm
0: -hmm. Katie, you don't get tired of writing worship music.
2: No. Why? You know what? It's always interesting. Like even this morning, I felt like we went into it. We've been writing quite a bit. Not, um, not even mostly not for ourselves. We've just been writing in some different other retreats and stuff. And so we went in there and I'm like, I don't even know. They're like, is there something you're wanting to write about? I'm like, well, no I didn't come in here with any and, and then instantly stuff just yeah. started to be like well God's I feel like I've been this has been on my heart and yeah. because of my favorite part of the song rights which you would love this uh-huh. aspect too is like the conversations before we ever right. try to write a song yes. uh! and so we're sitting and throughout there, the
1: whole time it's just yes. like a intertwined conversation because you have to get vulnerable with right, each yeah. other and so you go deep with people sorry I the best off.
2: songs it's okay the best songs come out of that really authentic place and so and a lot of these people are really good friends and we sit yeah. down and we start talking about the lord and melodies will just come out and yeah. mm. then we're sitting there just smiling like man god is so good that we it's like there's it's a never ending river mm. like what kind of what yeah. you were just praying and it's like just when you think like i don't have any ideas i don't have any songs left we've written so much and and then there's like something new there's there's a new part of god that's like revealed to you or whatever it is yeah. just even in those conversations that it's like it just flows out of you. And we just, yeah, we were just talking about it in the car on the way here. like, man, I'm really thankful to still be able to do this. Yeah. Like I, I love this. Yeah. So that's what we're here to do. And as tired as we came already, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's like so life-giving yeah. for us. So Absolutely. we're thankful. Brian, I, this is
0: a sad story that'll end up fine. Um, I am. <laughs>
1: Thanks for the context. Yeah. I'm giving you a heads up. you're gonna be like,
0: Annie, yo. So I'm helping plan a funeral and the people picking the music are m- picking some hymns and some, modern-day worship. Will you talk about that for a minute? Why do we still write songs? Why do we not just sing hymns? Mm-hmm. But also, why do we still sing hymns?
1: That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> My dad
0: loves when people say that. He's going to be so thrilled. So <laughs> <Right>. thank you. <laughs>
1: um, that is a good question. I think I think it just points to like the history and moments that people had with God mm-hmm. throughout the history of the church. And it's like they're, they're markers of moves of God, they're markers of and, and I think what you, especially if you look at the last like, you know, recent history, you see these different artists that have come out and a lot of mm-hmm. times these there's songs or there's moments that come out of God doing something in a community of people. Yeah. And then that's and that's like even the church that were part of Jesus Culture the very first songs it was like they were just recording their youth conferences Right! And then it blew up on YouTube, yep. and then, like, people got touched by God yes. through what was happening in within this local community. And so I think the hymns for that day and age, you know, they were, like, moments that people had with God that they yeah. put language to that impacted a generation. And then so—and I think it's really important for us as songwriters, as creatives, to, like, look back but also move forward. Mm-hmm. And so we're having our own moments with God and trying to put language to that. Yeah where we are right now, but in the same context, we don't want to forget what God has done in the past as we push forward.
2: Yeah. I just, I think with hymns too, especially, it just reminds you of the faithfulness of God through the, through history, Mm. even outside of your own personal lived experience. We talk a lot about like our theology sometimes can just be shaped around our personal experience. And that's not really biblical. Like we're actually supposed to go back and look what has God done? Mm -hmm. What did he Mm -hmm. do for my grandma? What did he do for, uh, this bible character like what yes. who has he been through history because it says you know in the bible that he's the same yesterday today and forever who yes. was and is and is to come and and so sometimes we have to purposely go remind ourselves of those things and so in the hymns you know there's a lot there's so much richness found in hymns and I'm I'm really happy I think we should continue to like incorporate more hymns and it's so fun I'm happy to hear when people take a little piece of a hymn and almost rethink it in our modern worship and um, it's something that really unifies the church too I feel like we talk about in Jesus culture it started out as a youth movement but now it is very multi-generational and it's something that we're really passionate about because our parents both love the lord we grew up in christian homes yeah. but to see their history with god and to see their lives now lived they're in their 60s faithfully for the lord like we need that in the church yeah. like that's yes. so powerful and uh and then to see our fifth graders and sixth graders and seventh graders come up at worship yeah and worship God so passionately and with so much zeal and to see like, you know, a grandma in the next row right there too. It's there's something really kingdom. It feels like about that. And uh, so doing that as worship leaders, we try to lead that way as well Mm -hmm. with that in mind, but I love that you guys are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I I sat
0: with some friends a couple of weeks ago talking about finishing well as leaders and one of the guys said, I feel like the only way out of this is to fall. Mm -hmm. I don't know anyone who's finishing. And I thought, this is the problem with that we have less multi-generational churches. It's like Jesus culture, so many of our churches that are Mm multi-generational, you see big groups of people in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, and there are some churches where you see two, Mm -hmm. right? Where there's a huge amount of 20-year-olds and a huge amount of 30-year-olds, and then there's two 60-year-olds, and you're like... Oh, well then
2: I don't finish here. Yeah. yeah. You're like, "No, no,
0: no, there is a way." Yeah. yeah.
2: There's a way to finish well. Yeah, We need more. Honestly, we need more in our community, yeah. but it we is need something that I mean we at, want. everyone to, yeah. that I know does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's what I'm looking for too. I'm always like, "Show me a faithful person. You don't have to stay in leadership publicly no. forever, but I want to see someone who Yeah. Runs across the finish line.
2: Yeah. It's often it seems like not the person that's been no. in the public. That's right. On the platform all these years. It's this is the, our concern, you know, getting for is. you and me. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> show me concern. that prayer, Grandma. That's been that's there for forty yeah. years. You yeah. know, there's something that is just so yeah. precious. Yeah, it is Lord cool. Both that. of
1: our, both of our parents, both of our sets of parents, have really loved yeah. Jesus their whole lives. Yeah, and so I think we we get to see that like yes. in the, the fruit that they've had in their lives because of their walks with yes. God and yeah no I think it's such a it's a beautiful thing to see someone live their whole life yeah. that way.
0: Okay that's a great lead-in for me Brian <laughs> thanks uh, because <laughs> one of our friends that sent in a question through AFD Week in Review asked how did y'all meet? So will oh. y'all back me up? Do y- are y'all like <laughs> high school sweetheart? No. Like, are you two well, worship leaders who saw each other across a Sunday morning? We sang to each other. Oh, <laughs> no, that's no, what I wanted kidding. to know. Did you sing to
2: each
1: other? <laughs> no. Oh man, we we gotta make this. This is short. a good story, no.
2: and we'll oh, try not to go too long on it. No, come on, people um, love it. Go ahead, Brian. What level of honesty do you want to give today? <laughs> wow, <laughs> how much coffee we you had?
1: Right, <laughs> uh, we uh, we met. 16 years ago? Yeah. 16 years ago. Wow, we're getting old. Yeah. Uh, at a worship school. Yes. Oh, and it cool. was the very last day of worship school. Katie was 17 turning 18 and she...
2: Turning... He like <laughs> turning says eighteen. That. He like was, she was she very, very, very almost legal. <laughs> That's the next... And, uh, uh, the <laughs> age you turn is 18 after There 17. was
1: like this... Uh, I don't know. It was like a worship school and they had like this moment where people did... It was, it was a talent show. Yeah, a talent show, show. basically. Yeah, about it. Summer she sang, stuff. but she sang, and uh, the whole room was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Like whatever. Anyway, I, I talked to her, and then, but I'm also Canadian. We like had a couple conversations, and then I went back home. I okay. did end up getting her number at some point yeah. in time.
2: Well, no, should we
1: skip over? Th- no, my, first I asked. People need to know because it is funny. First, I asked. <laughs> Uh, there's, I don't know. He was trying to be so casual. I was 21. I, okay, just great. 21. So I was like, are you I, saying
0: you were 42 no, 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 or something? No, no. What's yeah, weird yeah. about this? No, I <laughs> oh asked my. for
1: her email address at first because okay. I don't think my phone worked. I was Canadian. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a while ago. Right. And uh, she gave me a non working email address because she never Ad-a-girl. thought she would see me Ad-a-girl. ever again. <laughs> My car broke oh. down. I was still there two weeks later when she came back for her family for a Jesus Culture conference, oh, actually. Wow. Jesus Culture. And I was like, hey, I emailed you. And you were still there? I was still there. Was my car still broke there. Down.
2: I never thought I would you see him again.
0: find another way to get home in no. two weeks. Then, right? <laughs> when, that had to be the Lord. That had to be right, the Lord. Uh, His covered yeah. wagon. He said, I the emailed Lord. you and I, you never responded. No, I didn't say you never even, responded to me. He wasn't even said, worried about I was it.
1: like, hey, I emailed you. And then she was like, oh... Then we, like, we sat together at, like, one of the services. Yeah. I... I will just go. I got her phone number out of her phone. I he texted like,
2: himself. Uh-huh. phone. yes. I don't okay. condone this behavior. No. I feel like we need to have no. a disclaimer here. No. The level of confidence was impressive. It was high to me, confidence. Though, yeah, and it did stand out. Yes. Obviously, look at us. Yes, it worked. Um, it did work, but it, the first try did not work. No, no, first it was a try. fail. If, and then the Lord intervened. I first guess you
1: don't succeed. Try, That's try. right. How
2: <laughs> off was the email address
0: you handed? Was it like not a real email address at gmail.com or was well, it like Katie with a Y? I'm pretty sure it was
2: just a a little off but I also didn't yeah. have a password for it. So
1: <laughs> it was never it wasn't an email. No, it wasn't an email.
2: And call. I just it took me off guard, you know, and so I don't know, I just it was in an instant. I was just like, yeah. "Uh, here's my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's not good. It's not telling the truth, you know. Well, I should have just been like, "Well, let's get to know each other a different way." Like The Lord is like I'm not concerned Letters. about what email address you give. Yeah, he was like, write, I'll me work this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> "Write me a
0: letter." Yeah, write me a letter. Here's my home uh, No. Although, no, no, that's oh, nowadays. Remember, yeah, 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 right, no, no, it's crazy. Email we, safe. We Do dated that.
1: long distance for three years and then we got married. Wow, yes. three years of long distance is horrible. Don't, yeah, don't recommend. That's it. A also really long time. I couldn't work yeah. in the United States, and so that's why. Okay. We it less- was
2: good. I was very young. We yeah, were talking we were about getting young. married young the yeah. other day. Now that we have our own child, <laughs> yes, like, right. Oh my goodness, very are so She's four. Young.
1: Also, yeah, so. she's only four. But
2: I think a lot of our friends. We we have been married thirteen years, and a lot of our friends now are having their their junior hires, yeah. high schoolers, even one of yeah. our best friends, and we're like, we met. I was basically I had already graduated, yeah. but. I mean, high school age. Yes, and that is very. Young. Yeah, it feels very young, <laughs> I'm like, right? My goodness. Yes, by the grace of God. So are all you
1: eighteen-year-olds listening. To yeah, that's, that's right. right that's right.
0: No, go find him. Brian, were you already leading worship? Oh yeah, because you're at the worship school.
1: Yeah, yeah, we were both leading worship at like our home churches yeah. where we came from, yeah. and just honestly, just kind of looking for God. Yeah, like, hungry, hungry, yeah, hungry, yeah, hungry for
2: the presence of God. I think we both. Yeah we both met jesus you know and we just knew that there was something else we knew that and left home to find it on our own i didn't Mm -hmm. know anybody i had moved to reading to go to the the bethel school of worship there at 17 by myself Mm -hmm. in my just took my car and drove up there it's like six seven hours from where i grew up and uh i just wanted to meet jesus for myself you know you hear everybody talk about jesus And I was like, I need to find Jesus for myself. Grew up as a pastor's kid. So, I mean, I was around people that love the Lord my whole life. But, you know, you have to figure it out for yourself. You have to find him for yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's what led me there. And then we met met each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I had some friends go off to college this week, two freshman girls. And I said to both of them, they're both pastor's daughters. And I said, you are going to want to figure this out for yourself. Yeah mm-hmm. and you should. And I had to too. And you should. I mean you you should. It is okay that you grew up and believe everything you grew up believing and you will you need a little
2: blackout phase or something. You mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. need a little moment to figure it out and then it becomes your own.
1: Yeah. It's you 100%. don't realize
2: I think when you when you're in an environment and it's actually such a blessing and such a safety, a safe yes. place to grow up in an environment and then even at the church that we met at Growing in an environment where it is so just saturated with the presence of God yeah. that you don't realize, oh, maybe this isn't all, you know, inside of me myself. It's not necessarily all my own faith. I haven't tested this out yeah. on my own. Yeah. Yeah. And even with, I mean, I don't know if we use this word on this podcast, but deconstruction and sure. stuff, a lot yes. of that stuff that has just come up in the last several years, at least yep. that word has been such a yes. big word. Yes. You know, the Bible talks about the testing of our faith and how. That only like purifies and mm-hmm. strengthens the faith, mm-hmm. especially if we have someone to return to. Yes, um, and so yes. figuring it out for ourselves and creating our own history. And one of our favorite quotes that we talk about a lot with Pastor Bill is, you know, we can impart, we can pray for impartation for so many things, but we can never impart our history with God. Yes, and so creating that That's on your good. own, yeah, is just so. So vital, yes. I feel like. Making
1: yes. a place so that where you have moments with God that when you go through the harder things in life, because we all will at some point mm-hmm. in time, that you can look back to and like, God was with me here yes. and he will be with me again.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about my sophomore year of college when I had my hardest season up until that point as a person. Yeah. And I can look back and go like, oh, that's when I really figured out yeah. that this was for me, yeah. that yeah. this wasn't just because of the environment I grew up in, which I'm also grateful for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, man, that is 17 years old. You like went and looked, you went and looked for Jesus and you found Jesus and Brian Torrell. Well done. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) Some
1: might say Brian Torrell found her. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: That's right. Did y'all move to Canada for a time? Am I making
2: that
1: up? You're making it up. I'm making it up. We've gone to visit lots. (laughs) Yeah. Because my family is still still there. Yeah, so. uh do you know where like Calgary or no. Edmonton? No. no. It's in the middle. It's like if you're like Montana. in the middle of Montana, uh, Montana. and then you go that straight helps. up. That's yeah. so <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. unfortunate that I need you to direct me from <laughs> <No>. America. <laughs> so take me from somewhere in America. Yes. Okay. Montana yes, yes. up.
1: No. Straight it. up. It's like okay. Vancouver, okay. Toronto, it's there. It's okay. in the middle.
0: Yeah. So are you a hockey guy?
1: I grew up playing hockey. Okay. For sure. I don't like I don't it there went through a season of life like when I first got married we first got married. That you couldn't really find hockey on yeah. television here, yeah, yeah. so I kind of just moved to, to football and football. basketball. Yeah. So okay. and I was like, you know, right.
0: okay, let's talk about the reason I really brought you here. It's a song called "Wouldn't It Be Like You." <laughs> <laughs> this is the song we have to talk about. Our friends who already listen to y'all's worship music have everyone has their own favorite. Mm-hmm. Will you tell me the story of "Wouldn't It Be Like You" because that song like has literally been my it's it's one of like four on my 2022 playlist. It has walked oh, wow. me this wow. whole year. Wow. Since it came out, maybe it came
2: out in the spring. No, it came out in January, right? Yes, yeah, okay, literally yeah, the whole out. year. Then it has been my song of 2022. Wow, thank you. It's amazing. You know, that song really started because <laughs> we joke about this now because I think when the pandemic hit. First of all, we had a tour plan just like everybody else. Everything gets canceled, you know. There's almost some relief in that because you could kind of feel, you could feel something building around that time anyway and everyone trying to figure out what are we going to do? What do we have to do? What are we allowed to do? Like all the things, you know. And um, so when we had to stay home and everything was canceled, I think we truly thought, that we were going to write 200 songs. Yeah, right. We're gonna <laughs> one a day. Here we yeah, go. Yeah. Bake a sourdough loaf a day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, right. Brian's gonna learn a trade, yes. <laughs> like woodworking. You <laughs> did right. build some bridges in our backyard, but that really went quick. Yeah, like some little – we creeks? have a tiny, little, tiny that's creek. Adorable. And he built some little walking bridges. People need to know, Ryan.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's impressive. They are, they are kind of nice. They're gorgeous. Are
0: they flat or are they arched showed you some of They're both? They're flat. Yeah. No, right? I can't
1: build
2: arched. Is, well, I don't know. We had a lot of time. You, no, you might
0: have sorted true. that out. I don't and know. And it
2: took a lot of time. <laughs> that's amazing.
0: You built bridges. Spiritual. He very built spiritual. a bridge.
2: And so Jesus, you know, yes. carpenter, whatever. Yes. Uh, but – Jesus carpenter or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, we did not write songs, and nothing came to us whatsoever. Yeah. And I think, just like everybody else, you know, you want to have all the answers. You want to be able to get on your Instagram live and be like, "This is the word of God, <laughs> right? <laughs> like right. this is what God wants to say right now." It's right. March twentieth, twenty twenty, and I have God's word. <laughs> and and I know he's six uh, more days. Right, you know? right, right. right. twenty twenty uh, vision. No, I'm sorry, yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. That's offended right.
1: someone. Oh <laughs> my,
2: oh my. But truthfully, you know, we didn't. I think there was. Oh my gosh, there was such a long period of just listening, yeah, and it was frustrating, and I think a lot of people felt like that. Um, but at the time, we just we're like, we should know what God wants to say. We need to write. Mm-hmm. We need to. This mm-hmm. is our way. Usually, that
1: in our own personal
2: life, we process. So yeah. why isn't this happening? And it probably took us six months at yeah. least to write a song. Six months. Wow. And, and just like we we're talking about, we're, we're here at a songwriting. Yeah. Yes, we're at a songwriting. <laughs> retreat. We already wrote a song. Yes. So that's not typical for us, and I think that God just wanted us to wait and. There was so much noise during that time. I think we just felt really sensitive to try to not add to that noise. Mm -hmm, Um, mm. But yeah, so this song really came because we started to open up the Gospels again because it was such a shaky time for all of us, you know, and there's so many thoughts, so many opinions, and we're like, we need to go back to the Gospels. And so Mm -hmm. we started to look through the Gospels and something stuck out to us that I hadn't. It's not a new thought, but it was new to me. And it was around all the times that even people that walked with Jesus physically in the flesh yeah. missed him, yes. completely mm-hmm. missed yes. him. Yes, And, you know, with the best heart, the best intentions in mind, the disciples on the road to Emmaus, like yes. Peter on the water. And we joked about it because it's like literally it's in the Bible. You know, they think that Jesus is a ghost on the yes, water. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, no, right? They literally are like, it's a ghost. That's right. And I just like, we were laughing, but also it encouraged us so much because we're like, man, like... There's something, there's something so childlike in our faith that we have to return to during this Mm -hmm. season, trusting God that he is good, that he knows better, that he is better than we could know. And that just like when all the prophecies about the Messiah somehow came true. But he literally came as a baby, as an infant, when they thought they were going to get this warrior Mm -hmm. that was going to take down the, you know, physical kingdom at that time. And why would it be different now? Yeah. Like, why would we figure, why would we feel like we had it all figured out now? Yes. When even people that could touch and talk to Jesus himself Mm -hmm. didn't recognize him like (laughs) multiple times. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's really where this song began. And so we started to tell the story of that through the song. And do you want to add to that, Brian?
1: Yeah, I think it it was, it's a song that just the two of us wrote, and yeah. we wrote it after our little girl would go to to bed, and yeah. we would go to our little music room and have a glass of wine and mm-hmm. <laughs> process. Yeah, we call and it a processing. Our processing. Our processing. Yeah. And we, but that song was one one of the ones that kind of kickstarted us making an album that really is. A lot about the gospels. Yes. And, yeah, the album's
0: yeah. called I've Got Good News. Yeah. And it's gospel centric. And it's, yeah, we are big much. fans of the gospels around here. Yeah. So that perfect. is Us too. perfect. Us too.
2: So, yeah. And it's just that chorus is wouldn't it be like you to be different than we thought, different than we want, but, but better. Better. Different than we want, but different better. Different than we that want. That's a good was, line, you guys. <laughs> I was, you ah. know, it was like that line was for me because. Yeah. We know how we, we usually know how we want God to yes. move when yeah. we pray. Yeah. We have something we in mind. We want God to look like us. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We yes. have something in mind. And it is, there's a framework for how we think that God should do things and yeah. look and be and heal us and mm-hmm. do miracles and all that. And so when we pray, there's, there's often that mindset attached to it and there is just something about realizing like it's probably going to look different mm-hmm. yeah. there's something in a surrender about that yeah. and um but it will be better and usually you can see that in hindsight so mm-hmm. clearly but at the time it's yeah. just mm-hmm. feels so tough and even now looking back to 2020 right right you're like oh man i do see god i see you at work during yeah. this time and yeah. uh, even in the midst of all the tragedy and grief and yeah. stuff that we've all experienced yeah it's like you do see you do see god's hand yes and uh Anyway, that song, yeah, it just meant a lot to us. The verses, we really went heavy in on the story and kind of giving, painting a picture hopefully for people. And then my favorite part of that song is the bridge, actually, which is just help me be like Mary, lay down, pour it out. I won't miss I won't you in miss a crowd. I will miss you in a crowd. I love your voice. I will voice. cry if we keep doing this. <laughs> and I know the I sound. I know the sound. Yeah. And that's okay. where we can find our anchor, right? Yeah. That song will mess people up. I'm just warning everybody this weekend before you start listening. It's the going back
1: to when you were in college, you know? And it's like, I know the sound of his voice. I'm not going to miss him now because I know. And that's why we don't
2: have to worry. We don't have to fear. You know, even when when there was that season of life where we all, you know, I know for me, I was on Google. Mm -hmm. I was on Google. Everyone's like, (laughs) I'm not going to use all the catchphrases. Yes. 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 you know, look into things. We'll say that's a different way to say it. Look into things. And so I'm Googling. I'm trying to get information for peace basically and yeah, yeah. that's my that's my little replacement for peace and yes. I'm googling 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 and I and I hear that again of like you know the sound of my voice yes you're not going to miss me yeah i said come to me like little children mm-hmm. and like the gospel and the word of god is actually very simple there's other things in life and there's other things that make it complicated Mm -hmm. but Jesus was not complicated Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that's something we we just found so much peace in that and uh, Mm -hmm. we didn't know it was going to be an album that was a kind of a standalone song for a while and then it as we continued to write we're like this is a story yes this is the rest not the rest of the story but part of part of the same story that's
1: what we needed we needed to we needed to to stay in the gospels for a little while yes for just for us and for our the testing of our faith, yes. like we are talking
2: about, right? <laughs> right, right. Hey friends,
0: just interrupting this conversation real quick to tell you about one of our amazing partners, the new movie from the Kendrick Brothers and Kirk Cameron called Life Mark. It opens in theaters everywhere a week from today, September 9th. I got the chance to watch it a little early and here's the sneak preview. Life Mark is based on a true story, which I think is so cool, following 18-year-old David through an emotional series of decisions he has to make when his typical high school world is turned upside down. He is adopted and now his birth mother unexpectedly reaches out and Ask if they can meet. The story is really powerful and so is the storytelling. Life Mark shows just how many lives one decision can impact. It celebrates adoption and reconciliation and love. So if you're looking for a movie that is hopeful and explores so many relational dynamics in really interesting ways, Life Mark is the movie for you. Those of you with younger mini BFFs in the family will probably want to preview this one first so you're prepped for the conversations it may start. But I've thought about the story so many times since I saw the movie. Our team has talked about it, there's a lot of thought. After seeing this movie, I think that will happen with your friends and family as well. So go see Life Mark in theaters nationwide beginning September 9th. You can learn more about Life Mark and get your tickets today at lifemarkmovie.com. That's lifemarkmovie.com. And now back to my conversation with Brian and Katie. I read this quote today that I wanted y'all to talk about. It's from Ray Hughes. Do y'all know
1: Ray oh, Hughes? Man, yes. I love, oh, Man, yes.
0: I love it. When he talks about the sound of the bells in the church where your family, <laughs> yes. resonating that to I mean, added I I some weird stuff and I'm here for it. I just <laughs> love, him. I I love, love it. Him. I love but it. But today he said on Instagram, there's something missing in your life if most of the music you hear is recorded. Mm. Sometimes just the simple tenderness of the song of the Lord in your heart becomes a terror to the enemy. Wow. When the enemy comes lurking to steal your voice, don't just listen to a recording. Go ahead and praise right through. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Does that feel true? Yes.
1: Yeah. Wow. It
0: did to me too. It I does. thought, man, I, because that's why we go to church on Sunday mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. day your church is, and it's why we go to shows when y'all tour. Yeah. Is because it's it, why we do those, <laughs> and it's why you record albums yeah. live like this, right? It's, it's true. You get to go like, there's something different.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. What is that spiritual thing?
1: I don't know. I think even as you're reading that that quote, I'm like, it made me think of driving in the car and just like turning off the radio and like singing your own song. Yeah. And I think there is something like we we always we love music in general. We have music playing. We have podcasts playing. We have stuff going on. But there is something about like okay, use your own voice Mm -hmm. to lift up Mm -hmm. praise or Mm -hmm. to to find your way through something. It's like yeah, I don't know.
2: There's a point that you hit that. The song somebody else's song is not gonna it's, it's not, not gonna be everything. enough.
1: Yes. Sometimes you need someone else's song. Yes. It, too. it can yeah.
2: be it can be a tool and it can yeah. be it can be a bridge in yes. some ways. But then you will get to a point and this is I think this is for sing not just for singers, not yeah. just for songwriters, not just for worship leaders, that you need to sing your own song. Mm. And Whatever that sounds like and whatever that looks like, I just think there's something that naturally comes out of us as a response and and hearing the sound of your own praise, like you said, turning mm-hmm. off that turning off all the noise mm-hmm. and singing your own song. There's just something else to that. Mm-hmm. And uh but it is, it's the reason that we gather again for church in that, you know, as the churches aren't as full right now, right? Yeah. People have We've streamed for so long. Yeah. It's hard to go back. We made church bacon every Sunday. We call it oh church my gosh, bacon now. Church
0: <laughs> bacon. Our is four it special? year old
2: Well, our four year old thinks that Regular because during bacon. the pandemic, <laughs> every Sunday we made bacon. Yeah. That it's called church bacon. Oh, that is fantastic. We had it on Sundays. And we would stream the service and we would have cinnamon rolls and bacon. Yeah. And so she's like, Can church we have bacon. church bacon? <laughs> and so when we went back to church, she was like, Are we gonna have church bacon? Right. And we're like, Well, we gotta get to church. I <laughs> mean <Yeah. laughs> we don't have time to cook this bacon. Right, right. But um we streamed for so long and we, we sat kind of there and it was such a gift to be able to have technology during the yes. season. Mm-hmm. So thankful. Like honestly, Agreed. I no, put yes. on the podcast, I put on we put on live worship on YouTube and yep. filled our house yes. with that yes. day in and day out during yes. this last couple of years especially. But there's nothing like being in that room. Yeah. 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 There's nothing like that. And I we still believe we're so passionate about like God pours out his spirit when we gather together in person. Mm-hmm. It's a sacrifice to be there. Mm. And you might go 20 times and not feel like, wow, this was so different than the stream. But I believe that God will, he will pour his spirit out on on us as we gather in person. Um, We talk about that all the time. We've been talking about that with our friends a lot as worship Mm -hmm. leaders because it's been a tougher season as leaders in the church and Mm -hmm. for our pastors and everything. And recording for that stream for the last couple of years was just like, wow, this is different and this is... It took a toll, I think. and then. Um, but I do believe that we're kind of on the, we're on the brink of something. That quote is very prophetic, I feel I like. And it just feels like even as it's very you read Ray it. Of them, it? It's very what? Ray Hughes of him. It's very Ray Hughes. But there's something else that happens yeah. with music that's not just recorded that you're mm-hmm. just playing and just consuming. Well, it's one of the
0: gifts y'all give on the album, the I've Got Good News album, too, is there is space in songs at mm-hmm. times where that invites me to sing what I'm thinking. So Ooh. even in space while, cause not all of us aren't as good at like it's quiet, sing your own song, but I can sing what I'm thinking in between what you're singing. Yeah. And so I think even just doing that, cause is it David, uh, is it a Psalm that says sing a new song? Mm-hmm. Is that a song?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. Yes. Yes. I think it is. <laughs> We're going to find no it in the Bible. It's multiple yeah. places,
0: I believe. Yes. But it's like, that is for all of us. Mm-hmm. That isn't just for worship yeah. leaders. Right. Yes. And so figuring out how to, how to invite your own song in when it's not what you're most gifted at. But yeah. recognizing that, that it
2: is a tool against the enemy. Yeah. It is a tool. And it makes me think of when we... One of the toughest albums that we've ever had to release. Actually, it was just an EP. It was called Praise Before My Breakthrough. Uh, um Yes, I know, girl. (laughs) That song was the perfect example of why I had to sing my own song again. Uh uh Because there was another period of time that I went through where I was like, I don't have a song to sing. Mm -hmm. I sing, I could sing, I've sang for years. I sang my whole life. I mean, the reason I ever started singing was... In my room, actually, as a little girl, I struggle with so much fear and so much, so many nightmares and yep. stuff like that. We joke about it now, having a four-year-old, but my parents kind of taught me: you can change the atmosphere in your room if you worship Jesus. Yeah. The songs that yeah. you yeah. learn in Sunday school—you yeah. know—if you wake up in the night with a nightmare, you don't have to come to our room. You can just you don't have <laughs> lift to come into <laughs> Don't come talk to us. Just talk to Jesus. <laughs> just this? talk to yeah. the Lord, honey, yeah. and change the atmosphere. <laughs> and uh, it—it's funny now because I'm like, that's a genius move. Yeah. But also, hey. I really learned about that. I could change the atmosphere with praise. So, why was that a hard album to release? Because, as you
0: can see, I'm showing you, it's already hearted, all downloaded. My Hallelujah
2: uh prophesy your promise
0: listen
2: there's a line in that one that we get talk we get a lot of questions about (laughs) prophesy your promise yes which once again are we saying this on the podcast i don't know well it's a lyric in a worship song so i feel like it's probably you know okay but it's uh the bridge of that song specifically so that song is about prophesying the promises that god has spoken over your life like in a season that you can't see those promises. they have not manifested and so there's a line in that song that during my pregnancy with our little girl i was the sickest i've ever been in my whole yeah. life i couldn't talk about it for years honestly it was it was really difficult i just it took me out and i think hormonally too just practically like oh i'm gonna try not to cry i could already feel it <laughs> I could already feel like coming up but um you know it just was i was dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety yeah. i didn't know what it was at the time but i was just super sick i couldn't drive myself had a hyperemesis i don't probably some of your listeners have heard yeah. of that before hg and it was just awful and so i dealt with so much fear and anxiety i had seen so much defeat because of those things in that in that pregnancy that i felt like i did not have a song to sing anymore and the song defender rita springer wrote that song and some of our some of our other friends actually wrote onto it and that was the song for me that somebody else wrote it but it was the words i needed to sing until i had my own song again and then i felt like God asked me to sing my own song again but when i walked downstairs one day after being sick for like a week in my room in our Uh. upstairs bedroom i heard brian on the piano just singing just playing and it wasn't the same melody that's on the record but he was just telling like he was just like fear can go to hell and uh I just broke down crying Mm -hmm. I was just shame can go there too shame can go there too (laughs) yes I know whose I am God I belong to you and it was just like "Ooh, it gave me language again you know yeah is that what y'all get yelled at for is fear can go to well, hell well I think people are confused by that no, they're like, I think Where most people
1: love it but she feels nervous somebody. yeah yeah yeah
0: there's like three people the nature of this whole public yeah. thing yeah. three loud people and we think everyone yeah. Yeah. me
1: yeah.
2: too me too I know now,
0: when
1: and, uh, we do it live though if people haven't heard it it's like the first time people are like oh and then by the second or third time they're like
2: yes yeah. <laughs> I like That's to right. give give a little context there's a couple of songs we yeah. have written like that yeah. that I'm like I feel like if I give people context that it feels a little safer yeah. you know it's such a weighty thing to ask people to sing words that you wrote yeah. Um, yeah I've never and we done don't, that. we carry, like, there's a lot of weight behind that. Yeah. Well, there's, you're a writer yourself. That's I know, I, but I'm not ever like,
0: we, everyone, sing that back to me. <laughs> say back to me what I just said to you. Oh my happen. gosh. I don't know. So that's wild. Declarations and stuff. i thought about it. Yeah. They're, they're so
2: powerful. And so we don't take that lightly at all. But yeah. um, when we can tell people, we have another song that just came out on this record called Sound Mind. Yes. And when we can tell people, here's where you can find this in the Bible mm-hmm. yeah. it says, God did not give us a spirit of fear, yes. but power and yes. love and a sound mind. And then when you ask them to sing it, there's peace and there's, you know, there's something to that that feels yes, a little safer. So, yes. but that song specifically, yeah. Sometimes I'll sing "Fear Can Go Back to Hell." Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm like, that's if you true need too. to. If, if that you, makes you feel yes. a little bit better. <laughs> um, but those were the words. Like we're talking about the words when it was when we we're talking about that Ray Hughes quote that yeah. it, it gave me language again to be like, this is what I need to yes. say. This has to come out of my own mouth. Yes. Yes. it's not enough for somebody to sing this over me or play this play this album again and again at some point. These words have to come out of my own mouth. And so.
0: Yeah. When I was in kind of a funk at my, just in my life, I had COVID and blah, blah, all the things. And I was like, why can't I like rally? And I realized I hadn't put on worship music the whole time. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. It's because I haven't made, I haven't invited God to Mm -hmm. do things here the way worship music does. Yeah. Right? So I was the little girl that was like, my mom and dad were like, don't come in here. You work it out.
1: You work it out.
0: You
2: work it out. God will come just for you in your room. You have everything you
0: need. Yeah. So it just matters so much. Okay. So Brian, tell me what you love about the new album, I've Got Good News.
1: We're proud of it. It's our first live album that we ever did. Yeah. And I think that was, we love the studio. Yeah. And so I think it was it. We love leading worship at church and on tours and stuff, but for t- to record alive, we we're like this feels like a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. But it it was really beautiful and just to have a space. And it was one of the first worship things that we did, like out of coming out of twenty twenty one where we really felt like the passion and energy of people going after God together yes. where it almost it was it took us yeah. off guard. We were like, wow, people. Did
0: y'all record it at Jesus Culture? No, we no. recorded it at
1: a church in Costa Mesa, just a French church. It's actually like a kind of a random long story, but we felt like God led us there. And, it, yeah. and it, was just, it ended up being a really beautiful night where we felt like we've talked about this, where in a lot of ways it just felt like God displayed his kindness. Like it felt like you could feel the kindness of God in the room.
2: Yeah. It was really and interesting. There was... There was people there that we knew, and then people that people of other friends that we knew that barely made sense. But you know what I mean? Yeah, no, 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 yeah, I'm with you. That haven't stepped foot in a church in years, wow. you know, and were led there that night for some reason. I don't know. God drew them. The presence of God drew them. And uh, there was something, like Brian said, just about the kindness of God resting on mm. us. Mm. It was so hope filled that yeah. night. Wow. And I think just once again talking about the simplicity of the gospel in Jesus. Yeah. Jesus draws people. Yeah. You can. You don't have to that work hope hard for when that. you
0: listen. When you tell yeah. me that's what happened, I'm like, oh, that's the thing I feel when I mm-hmm. listen to this album.
2: That's awesome. That makes so much. It, it's sense. It's always hard to know if it will translate, but I just yes. know that like Jesus does all the work. That's you, we put Jesus up. That's we put right. Jesus's name up. He draws the people. Yeah. He heals yeah. the people. Yeah. He brings hope to people. Yes. He restores people. And so that's really what we, you know, we've been doing this for. We've been doing this as i guess recording all our worship and everything for the last 10 years and it's just jesus i don't yeah. know we don't have anything else to offer people i got nothing else to offer <laughs> we try our best to be excellent at whatever we yes. do but ultimately jesus draws people yeah, on his own that's yeah. right that's and right. so we're so thankful for that and uh, we're thankful to be able to continue to do this and hopefully just continue to tell the story of yeah. jesus yeah. and bring hope to people yeah. yeah
0: okay now because of these friday's episodes are all musicians I need to know who are y'all listening to? What should we be listening to this weekend? Besides, I've got good news. That's the one we're all spinning, but what else?
1: Um, you know what we just listened to. So, one of our friends, uh Josh Baldwin, put yeah. out a song called Narrow Road.
2: Ooh. And we yes.
1: really love it. He's so good. It's, so it's one of my good. favorites from him. Okay. He's getting better at golf.
2: Yeah. And he's
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's great. Tiny
2: burn. He's, A no, tiny tiny little tiny burn. Backhand no, he's so about. much
1: better at golf than I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, well, he's, let the truth be he's told, one he's of our friends. He's amazing at golf and music. Yeah. That song, like, okay. we both listened to it as soon as it came out. Because we, we like to try and listen to our friend's songs, but yeah. that one we were like, oh.
2: The Gift of Fridays, oh, right? right. Yeah, we open Spotify so and yeah, yeah. everybody's new music is right uh, there waiting on us. I just let it all roll. I'm like, give me the Spotify playlist, all new music Friday. That's right. Worship and gospel music. I like uh, Mosaic. This is how I thank the Lord for Luck to Me. I don't know all the words currently, uh-huh. uh-huh. but I love the song. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a new version, I think, with Amanda Cook oh, and yeah. Cody Carnes and Joel. Yeah. Joel. Yes, go, go listen to that.
1: He's from Maverick <gasps> City.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You've He's heard him.
1: Promises. You've heard him. Oh, promises. I do and Naomi. Know. Yes, yes. So,
2: yeah, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wish yeah, music, yeah, but
1: yeah. We do listen to Yeba. Also, <laughs> Yeah, Also, our daughter loves the song Louie Bag.
0: <laughs> she calls
1: it Looney Bag. Put it in my Looney Bag.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a hit. It's, it's a, a banger. banger. It is. It is for every age. Yeah. I know. It's it is multi generational. Uh-huh. Okay. The last question we always ask you guys because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you.
2: What sounds fun mm. to you, Brian? to build some more stuff in our backyard. Yeah, no. Bridges.
1: No, uh, going to a movie. <gasps> we like, Yeah? We used to do this thing all the time where we would, because we were married for eight years before we yeah. had Indigo, and we would go, because we, we'd travel a lot on the weekends. We'd go to Monday yes. matinees. It would be us and, like, two old people in, like, yes. in the movie theater, yes. and we loved it. And so we haven't gone to that many movies in the last few years, and I miss it.
2: That so, sounds amazing. Yeah. Well, we just were in, um, where we're doing our songwriting, there's... Yeah a gorgeous like studio space and it makes me want to go to like a vintage store okay (laughs) because everything's just like i'm like is this from the 1800s like where did you find this stuff which i'm sure it's been curated for like years (laughs) but it is like a side passion of mine i'm Uh like i want to go to like a vintage store thrift store that always sounds fun to me i love to to see find treasures yeah there's good ones down in Franklin, leap forky area Mm. well you might might have to sneak away how long are you on town Actually, like five days. So oh yeah, you'll have time. You should. I might sneak away.
0: Yes,
1: you yeah. totally should. If we don't have time. We'll make time because this is this is too many days yeah. in a row. And I'm also, tired.
0: you should see a movie while you're here. Yeah, probably. It's great. A bunch of my friends and I, a bunch of five, have the Regal Pass where you, it's just oh. like a subscription. And none of us are married with kids yet, so it's like, you want to go again? You want to go again? I mean, it is like... <laughs> Should we that see that bad. again? Yeah, Should do we you want to Tom see that again? one more time? Yeah, because it costs it. us no money. It feels free yeah. to me. I know it's not, yeah. but it feels well, free to me. Well, get your money's worth. That's right. You guys, thanks for doing this today making time. Yes. It means thanks so much. Oh, Thank you. Anytime, really, and you know this, but anytime, if there's something that you want to talk about, whether you have an album or not, you're thanks. welcome here. We'll just hang out. Uh, yeah, if there's nothing to talk about, we'll find something we'll to We'll find about. something. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> Oh, you guys, don't you love them? Uh, okay, you just have to open whatever your favorite app is where you listen to music and make sure you stream and download their album, I've Got Good News. Go back and just get get all of them. Just go back and get all of them. I'm telling you, that Prophesy the Promise song, y'all, y'all, you just have to. If you aren't listening to Katie and Brian Torrot for your entire weekend, I have, I have not served you well. I have not served you well today. You guys, you've got to, you've got to. And go follow them. Tell them thank you so much for being on the show. And be sure to catch their concerts when they come near you. Y'all are going to love seeing them live. And like we talked about, there is something different when you are not just listening to music through a machine, but when you are experiencing it. So let's get out there and see these concerts. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie Updown's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today. Friends, go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is, y'all know about my knee and today is the day that my PT says I can go on a walk. I can't wait to go on a walk. So that's what sounds fun to me. Listen, if your body is working, Get out there and walk because we are lucky that we get to. I'm ready to be a moving person again. Y'all have a great weekend. I know it's a long weekend for some of you. So enjoy that Labor Day end of summer goodness. We'll see you back here on Monday on Labor Day with my buddy and fellow That Sounds Fun Network host, Matthew West. He's got a new book and y'all are going to love hearing about this. He is the perfect guy for a holiday episode. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend.